0: to the Daily Horror Habit Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Krieger, bringing you daily reviews of currently streaming horror movies for your twisted pleasure. Be aware that these reviews may include mild spoilers. And as always, I hope you enjoy. I'll be honest, I'm not the biggest fan of vampire films. Not to paint an entire subgenre with a broad brush but my experience with them has largely felt rather one-note. I'm sure there are plenty of strong examples of vampiric films that defy genre conventions, such as Let the Right One In and Interview with the Vampire, but these would be the exceptions to my overall underwhelming experience with the subgenre. I am, however, a massive fan of blending the unique qualities of horror within unconventional genres, which can yield equally creative storytelling opportunities, as well as scares, something that Blood Vessel has in bloody spades. Directed and co-written by Justin Dix, Blood Vessel is an enjoyable blending of World War II drama with single-location vampiric horror. Already, this film has checked several horror boxes off for me, as good single-location horror truly pushes directors to the limits of what they are capable of achieving within a limited space. Blood Vessel follows a group of eight Allied survivors whose hospital ship was destroyed by a Nazi U-boat. Now, stranded aboard a lifeboat with rations running low and as tensions are just poised to boil over, a towering vessel approaches their raft. Their initial joy at being rescued is short-lived as they see a massive Nazi flag flying from the ship's mast, though with their only other alternative being to starve, the survivors reluctantly board the ship, though they quickly learn they would have been better off taking their chances at sea. Once aboard, the survivors are struck by the eerie silence and lack of crew. The seemingly abandoned ship shows signs of a struggle and a mauled Nazi corpse with strange roots sprouting from it is discovered. This is the first instance that the film delivers on its practical effects with a level of quality that is immediately noteworthy. The survivors' further investigation leads them to discover that they aren't aboard just any Nazi ship, but one belonging to a Nazi paranormal group that has stored an ancient slumbering evil within its hull. From the opening moments of Blood Vessel, it's apparent that Justin Dix has seemingly spared little expense in bringing World War II vampiric horror to life. Honestly, the film's presentation and polish stuns given its indie nature. The exterior shots of the ship are fantastic and help to establish the film's overall stranded-at-sea atmosphere. Long overhead shots that size up the ship allow the viewer to get an idea of just how imposing of a vessel they've boarded. Likewise, interior shots establish the claustrophobic and brewing atmosphere that is hiding horrors beneath the vessel's deck. This impressive coat of polish is also applied to its wonderfully decrepit vampiric practical effects that lean fully into the ancient, overtly hellish depictions of vampires. No hypersexual and lavish Count Dracula's here, but rather centuries-old monsters. The Allies' investigation accidentally unearths the coffins of a matriarch and patriarch vampires, both of whom are more than a bit parched after their lengthy slumber. We also learn that they have a daughter who freely wanders the ship, though her vampiric status is not immediately known to the survivors. Though... I mean, we the audience know as soon as we get a look at her that something is seriously wrong with her. Now, part of my lack of love for vampire films often stems from some fairly played out tropes and scares associated with them. Jumping from the shadows to drink human blood, transforming into a bat to escape being killed, and all that kind of stuff. Again, I realize there are plenty of good vampire movies out there that I haven't seen. I'm just basing this on my personal experience, something that movies like Blood Vessel will hopefully rectify for me. And that it did. Dixon co-writer Jordan Prosser's handling of Blood Vessel scares clicked for me in ways that largely rectify my qualms with the typical vampiric scares that I mentioned. Rather than an abundance of neck bites and blood drainings, though there certainly is some of that, the film opts instead to highlight the vampire's psychological powers and how these ultimately are their more terrifying weapon. A bite from either vampire allows them to control their victim, which is used to bend them to their will. This introduces an interesting angle to the film, as this mind control causes paranoia and fear to set in amongst the survivors, as anyone could become susceptible to the vampire's will. There are several instances where the matriarch controls a bitten survivor and forces them to attack other survivors and to speak through them, instilling further fear. In another scene, the patriarch preys on a survivor yearning for his wife and causes him to hallucinate that he is embracing her. Rather, it's the patriarch herself that he holds. This paranoia-inducing variation makes for more memorably creative scares, rather than a handful of generic vampire moments that we've all seen before. This emphasis on antagonists focusing on destabilizing survivors perfectly accompanies Blood Vessel's unique narrative. The film provides a welcome variety of representation that frequently eludes war films. The diverse nationalities of the Allied survivors, that being American, Australian, British, and Russian minorities, and female characters, breaks up the monotony of generic soldier interactions and banter. Some are soldiers, some are cooks, some are nurses, and this band of would-be makeshift vampire warriors really adds a sense of personality to the group as a whole giving them a layer of welcomed character development. But just because the survivors are allies doesn't mean they don't hold preconceived notions about one another, which provides conflict with which they must overcome if they wish to survive, as, within the chaos, their camaraderie will ultimately be their savior. Of the eight survivors, the strongest performance comes from Russian sniper Teplov, played by Alex Cook, Australian soldier Sinclair, played by Nathan Phillips, and British nurse Jane Prescott, played by Alyssa Sutherland. These characters are defined by their persistence in overcoming their own grief, stemming from events caused by the war. In humanizing these characters, Dix and Proser allow the viewer to easily root for them to survive their vampiric foes, but also to find redemption. Now, for as much as I enjoy Blood Vessel, it does take its time to build up its vampiric reveal. There's a portion early on when the investigation feels rather drawn out by the survivors investigating the ship. These rare instances can feel like watching someone struggle to find a missing puzzle piece in Resident Evil, as characters repeatedly revisit rooms struggling to find answers to their questions. I mean, a character finds a book that clearly has information on vampires in it, but he only briefly looks through it before disregarding it and discarding it, only to revisit the room again once or twice later in the film and picking up the book yet again. Fortunately, this passes in favor of the film's vampiric carnage with a bold and bloody payoff. Whether it's facing off with the matriarch or a horde of Nazi vampires, Blood Vessel recovers its early pacing stumble. One scene in particular where Teplov and Sinclair must clear out a vampiric horde from a locked munitions room has them facing off against a literal horde with only tools and makeshift melee implements. The film would have definitely benefited from more instances of this, but overall, it supplies adequate balance of vampiric violence and character development. Blood Vessel doesn't feel like your average indie horror film, attempting to blend the genre with historical fiction. A purposefully unique mixture of wartime perspectives provides an engaging narrative that complements its strong production polish. Pairing this with bloody great practical effects makes Blood Vessel a horror summer standout. I definitely recommend Blood Vessel to fans of vampire horror and alt-historical fiction. And that'll do it for another episode of Daily Horror Habit. I'll see you guys tomorrow for another Daily Horror Movie Review. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to Daily Horror Habit on your preferred streaming service and follow at Daily horror Habit on Instagram and at Daily horror Pod on Twitter.